Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 825. You know, in everything that you do, make sure you do it with passion. If you don't have passion in your processes, life gets pretty boring. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I am revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Daniel Boyer. Hey, Daniel, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I'm excited. Let's get started. Let's rock and roll. And I'll let our listeners know, first and foremost, Daniel's been up all night because he just had his fifth child. So congratulations to you and the family for another addition to the Boyer household. Man, you are a trooper to be up all night, your wife having a baby, and then jumping on the phone with me today to the uh, talk to the Cars Yow listeners. So thank you very much on this very exciting day for you and your family. Wow, what fun. Daniel Boyer is the Director of Sales and Marketing at Vanderhall Motor Works in Provo, Utah. Obsessed with things that go vroom from a very early childhood, Daniel put himself through college selling Dodge and Chevy vehicles. And a chance meeting with Steve Hall, the president of Vander Hall, allowed him to combine his talents for sales and marketing with his passion for automobiles. Vander Halls are hand-built, three-wheeled auto cycles that feature a hand-laid carbon fiber body and mono-aluminum chassis. They're powered by a 1.4-liter four-cylinder engine that's mated to a six-speed automatic transmission, and you can order your exciting Vander Hall auto cycle in a variety of models and colors, and we're going to learn a lot more about these very unique vehicles as we move through the questions. So, Daniel, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a brief moment and share a little bit more about your business, your career, and, of course, an obvious passion for automobiles? Yeah, so from a young age, I remember uh, sitting in church, and instead of listening to the sermon, I'd be sitting there doodling and designing suspensions <laughs> that uh, would enable a lot of suspension control, trying to find different ways to really solve the problems that are important in this world. And and, uh, and that just continued to carry on into my, my years as I as I grew on. And then in college, uh, put myself through college, uh, again, selling Chevy and and uh, and Dodge trucks and that chance experience was actually later on after college. At the time, I was selling literally paper and boxes, which I don't know uh, a lot of people who can really survive that very long. But at the time, I ran into I was actually with my sales manager. I ran into Steve, his business, mm-hmm. while we were cold calling, and I remember just thinking the entire time that I was standing there in front of uh, Steve. I can't wait for this conversation to end so I can come back here and tell him I want to work for him. So um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's been a great opportunity for me to apply you know, my skills and passions in something that uh, just, uh, it just is so fun on a day-to-day basis. Wow, obviously. And didn't they make a TV show called The Office about people that sell paper and boxes? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I had a similar situation many years ago. I worked for 11 years in advertising and went to call on a potential new client, a company called Griot's Garage. And while I was there, all I could do is think about, this would be a fun place to work. It was a startup, so it was very small and raw. But I ended up working there, ended up being the president of the company and running it for, gosh, 21 years. So uh, I understand the situation you're in. When you 
you see an opportunity, you start getting pretty excited about it. Yeah, you're definitely having some fun around some very, very unique cars. Well, as we continue on your journey, I always like to start with a success quote. This is some kind of saying that's been instrumental in your life. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars Yeah, even if there's only three of them. So, Daniel, take the wheel. Yeah, uh, a wise old alien once said, do or do not, there is no try. That's uh, Yoda from Star Wars. And I really, from a uh, success point, um, trying just doesn't, doesn't, doesn't cut it. If you're going to accomplish your goals, your passions, if you're going to be successful in life, you need to accomplish them. You, you don't try to accomplish them. You, you actually do it. And so what that means for me and what that's meant in my life has been rather than think, you know, when somebody says, how's that project come along? I'm, I'm trying to get done. It's getting done. I think a, a mental difference uh, when you're thinking about getting it done rather than trying to get it done. Yeah. You know, that's a really important piece of being successful. And I've always correlated that to the idea of somebody coming and saying, hey, we've got a real problem and switching that around to saying, well, we don't have a problem. We have a challenge. Now let's overcome that challenge. It's a mindset twist. And I think that's what I'm getting from you here. Is that right? Yes, definitely, for sure. Absolutely. As to how you look at the things in your life as to how they will end up. Well, let's go back in time and talk about a story that instigated your passion for cars. You talk about sitting in church and doodling suspensions and drawing cars. I think I was doing the same thing, and every other drawing for me was a surfing drawing. I grew up in Southern California where I was out in the ocean a lot. Yeah, I probably should have been uh, paying attention to the sermon more than my sketchbook, but I think my parents knew it kept me occupied sometimes when I might get a little fidgety. But tell us about that pivotal moment in your life when you knew that you were a car guy. So my family, uh, my my grandpa and my uh, uncle ran an automotive audio installation company. And I was invited, uh, along with uh, some of my additional cousins, to come to an event that Alpine was putting on where they had a Lamborghini Countach uh, that they were giving away. Oh, wow. And it was a national giveaway you know, process. It was going on a tour and it stopped by Provo, Utah. So I went out there and I remember walking around this vehicle and just looking at how, I mean, just how low it was and just the angular features and just, it was just amazing to me. And I remember thinking to myself, I, how do I, I don't, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> yeah. I just want to be a part of this. Yeah. Uh, I remember walking around to the, the wing in the back and it had been, it had traveled across the United States at that point. And I remember just looking at the details of it and noticing that the, the little point of uh, the wing was uh, the paint had le- literally been worn smooth and worn off from people touching it because wow. they couldn't help themselves. That ignited that passion. You know, I was probably about uh, five years old at the time, and uh, and that never really went away. Well, for a five-year-old to see a car like that, yeah. Oh, my gosh. They are spaceships, rocket ships. They were back then, and they are still today. And I like the fact that so many people had laid their hand on that and it rub the paint off. So, wow, fantastic. What a nice start. Well, let's take a look at some of the many roads you've driven down and talk about a great challenge or even a great failure that you've faced. This is an important part of our talk because these kind of situations, and we discussed it earlier, that these things are challenges versus problems, but it's how you overcome them. So tell us how that particular experience helped you gain even more momentum in your career and your business? 
Well, as Vanderhall began to uh, kind of get to the point where we were ready to bring something to market, it, it actually took the company just over uh, six years and over 40 iterations to come to a point where we decided we had something that we felt was unique enough that it would have its, its own little uh, niche in the market. And the next question was, how do we bring it to market? You know, do we follow the standard practice of going through a dealership network or do we continue, you know, maybe blaze trails similar to Tesla and go direct? Mm -hmm. And for us, the aha moment was after we had decided we were going to go direct for a while, we got to a point where we just beat our heads against so many different obstacles. Uh, And it wasn't so much a factor of us wanting to go direct because um, we wanted to bypass the dealership program, it was that our product was not very conducive at the time to being able to fit into either automotive or motorcycle dealerships to be distributed. Mm. Uh, at the time, we were offering the, the Vanderhall Laguna, which is our flagship model, and uh, with the carbon fiber body and a price tag starting at $49,000, it was a one percenter toy that uh, most uh, motorcycle dealerships truly they just kind of would look at it and, you know, it wasn't even a consideration for them to carry us. Mm-hmm. So going direct was really what we thought we had to do. And it wasn't until uh, we had kind of proven the reliability of the, of the platform and been able to find a different economies of scale that enabled us to bring our cost down significantly. Our aha moment was when we finally had a more affordable model available to dealers that we could produce in large enough numbers to uh, keep them satisfied mm-hmm. and where we, we transitioned to dealers. That was truly our, our, our aha moment that where we said, okay, now we've got something, we've got a business that uh, can grow. Yes, the Laguna is an amazing piece of machinery, but it is basically a marketing tool, kind of like the Countach, but from a perspective that we're going to continue to build it. It's going to be beautiful, but where we're going to make our money and be successful is with the Vanderhall Venice that uh, really enabled us to entice dealers into our into carrying our product. So around the country, for people that want to see one of these vehicles, what are these kind of dealerships or where do they where do they find you? Obviously, they can go to your website, but what are the kind of places that are selling these vehicles? Who are these guys? The majority of our dealers are dealerships that uh, are multi-line power sports dealerships. And that's um, mostly because of the convenience of already having uh, the licensing uh, required to sell. Because it's technically a motorcycle in most states, being able to sell new motorcycles uh, is is kind of one of the principal steps. It's also been uh, or continues to be sold in some uh, independent exotics, but for the most part, Harley-Davidson, Polaris Slingshot, and Can-Am Spider dealers, which are kind of close competitors, not really competitors, but uh, it's a similar product to our product. Those dealers have been kind of the targets that uh, we've been going after because of the association with a similar product. I see. And and tell me a little bit, I've not had the fun pleasure, although I would love to jump in one of these things. They kind of remind me a bit of like the Ariel Atom in a respect because you're out there, you're open. It's like riding a motorcycle, but it's like driving a car. 
tell our listeners, what is this experience like when you jump into one of these? So we feel, I mean, one of our, one of our principal goals, Steve Hall, the founder of Vander Hall, what he was really going for was something timeless, something that would enable the driver to get behind something and be as comfortable in 2017 as you'd be in the 1960s. Uh, you know, just jump in and now you're taking on the persona of Steve McQueen. Uh, you know, you are the coolest guy on the road. And so the styling gives you that. Now, the actual driving experience, it's the closest thing that you can really come to, to having a street legal go-kart. Mm-hmm. I mean, you are on the ground. Many people say, you know, yeah, we're, we're riding just uh, four inches off the ground. But when you actually get in the vehicle, the seat, you know, elevates you another six to eight inches. Well, in a Vanderhall, that seat elevates you maybe another three inches, uh, you know, off the ground. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> you're, you're right there. I mean, you can Swing your hand out, and if you're stupid, you can drag your knuckles as you're cruising. It's on the ground. And wow. so it's a surreal go-kart-esque experience. Yeah, I can only imagine. Man, I can't wait for a day I can come visit you in beautiful Utah and go for a drive in one of these things. Ah, oh, it seems like great, great fun. Well, you touched on an aha moment, so we've already kind of covered that. So let's move into a proudest business career moment. I would assume you've had quite a few of those. Of course, you're a proud dad today for the fifth time, which is incredible. Mentioned that at the beginning. Wow, very cool. But how about a proudest career moment for you? Would you share one with us? So for us, probably when we released the Venice, after a year of uh, marketing and working on uh, dis- finding different channels to distribute the Laguna uh, with just the perception that the Venice was coming. So going to dealers and saying, hey, this is the Laguna. We've got this. It's a great piece of machinery. It's going to be wonderful in your showroom. But we can also share with you the uh, more value price point option of the Venice later on down the road. When we finally released the Venice at the uh, Progressive International Motorcycle Show in Long Beach, California, having basically the reaction and just everyone else's reaction to it, the media's reaction to it, everybody's reaction to it was just overwhelmingly positive. Um, That was certainly uh, the most rewarding uh, experience. And then to continue to see, you know, dealers truly clamoring uh, to to get on on board. We've gone from more or less kind of just going in and scrapping for dealers to uh, it's now a matter of us sorting through the dealers and picking the dealers that are the right fit for us, which is just a great position for the company to be in. Oh, congratulations for that. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Fantastic. Well, let's go back in time again and talk about your first really special car, that first vehicle that you got that really had some uh, true meaning to you. And maybe you could share a memory or two about that car. So for me, I am uh, one of six kids, and uh, and so in consequence, you know, my first vehicle was a uh, a hand-me-down that I had to pay for myself and take care of myself, which was a 1981 Honda Accord. The round lights, and I remember, you know, just spinning around in that thing. And I, you know, I'm an off-road guy, and I remember taking that thing up in the uh, Utah foothills and just romping on it like it was a rally car. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, yeah, no. And and the poor thing only lasted about a year and a half before I had to replace it. And I'm sure it was probably because of the way that I, I drove it and enjoyed myself. My claim to fame with that, though, is even though it was probably one of the slowest vehicles 
out there on the road, I still managed to get uh, about 19 tickets by the time oh I was uh, <laughs> 17 and a half. And Ouch. I had my license suspended. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, I did like to go fast. So that's uh, that's really, I have definitely calmed down. I haven't had a ticket in 10 years. So, well, that has stayed on my record. So <laughs> Knock on we're, wood we're doing pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, you're a responsible dad now, so you can't uh, you can't behave like that anymore. I guess you learned your lesson, that's for sure. Very fun. Well, how about seller's remorse? Is there a, a vehicle you've owned uh-huh. that you wish you had back? Uh-oh, I think I hit a nerve here. Yeah, no, I have heartburn just thinking about it. Right before I got married, I, uh, we, I was uh, doing a summer sales program down in uh, California. We all know California cars are just so wonderful for not having rust, and I bought a uh, 1972 Ford Bronco, and uh, it was just gorgeous. It was just in perfect condition. And I drove it from California back. And when I talk about the condition, I'm talking about the body, but everything else in it was needing to be replaced. I remember replacing the brakes before I went because I tried to stop and I ran into a pole in the parking lot. Ouch. (laughs) And uh, stopping every hundred miles to put a quart of oil in it. Uh. Um, So so I got it back to Utah and and then, you know, I was a young college student and uh, just was so excited to build it. I was going to build it, uh, you know, basically Baja style, but uh, still keep its classic looks. And, you know, at the same time, I was dating my sweet wife and came to a point where I was like, I need to either prepare to take care of, uh, you know, wife and kids and or hold on to this passion of, you know, building this vehicle out. And I, you know, I'm very grateful that I continued down the road of uh, being uh, husband and, and uh, you know, father to, to kids. I think I could have stored it, though. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We all grow up eventually, and we, we make those responsible decisions. I have many, many seller's remorse stories where I sold vehicles to pay for college education, schooling, dance lessons, whatever it might be. So, uh, you know, I think you chose the right path, but you're, we're all in the same boat here. So don't worry about that. Well, let's talk about today and tomorrow and what has you really excited and fired up at Vanderhall Motors. I'd love for you to tell our listeners what they might expect from the company in the coming future. I know sometimes there's things you can't talk about, but what has you excited today about the company? Well, one of the things that uh, makes Vanderhall extremely unique, because of our chassis technology, we are a company that operates um, without having to undergo a lot of tooling, almost no tooling. And so start to finish, uh, we can bring a product uh, in, uh, to market in less than a year with minimal cost. And so what has us crazy exciting is, is two new models that we're going to be releasing again at the Long Beach Progressive Motorcycle Show this fall and then available for sale this coming January. So we're going to double the number of models we have available in one year, which the vehicles that we have, we can we let the cat out of the bag. Our owner released a bunch of information to Popular Mechanics, so apparently I can say the stuff that I'm about to say. I, before that, it was hush-hush, but sure. uh, it's going to have uh, basically three-wheel drive, electric three-wheel drive uh, with 100-horsepower uh, 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 motors at each wheel. Wow. So with the power-to-weight ratio that we look to have, it's just going to be a rocket ship. Uh, yeah. Um, and then, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So... We're really excited about that. That's going to be amazing. And then we've got uh, another unit that we can't say too much about, but it's going to be just a, a you know, little, a, a next step up from the Venice to continue kind of uh, the same philosophy that we have 
of uh, creating something that's timeless, that uh, is more or less out of time, but with some more creature comforts. Very nice. Well, I'll remind our listeners to keep your eyes on Vanderhall Motor website. I'll have links on Daniel's show notes page here on the Cars yeah website. So you can see as these things progress and they come forward. If you're lucky enough to be at that convention this fall, you can see the new vehicles that they present to the uh, public there. Put your hands on one of these things and learn more about it. Very, very cool future for your company for sure. And doubling the number of units you're producing. Oh, my gosh. That's huge. That's giant. So, again, congratulations. Here's a very introspective question for you, Daniel. If you were a car, what kind of car would Daniel be and why? So, if I was a car, I would most likely be a Land Rover Defender 90. Oh, cool. Yeah, the reason being is I'm adventuresome. I I love uh, getting out into uh, the woods. I love getting out and just, just seeking and finding new paths and and i love camping i love doing all those things but i i also am probably uh, a little more zealous uh for what the reliability of my body is and so i i break down a lot so you know <laughs> that's kind of what uh what you have to accept i love land rover but uh by the time you get to about a hundred thousand miles you've replaced everything so yeah and that's i've had a couple back surgeries from my uh excitement and at 38 years old you know that's kind of early Mm-hmm. I've got a shoulder that needs to be replaced, a couple ankles that need surgery, and, and that's just all from the fun. So Land Rover Defender 90, you know, I'm I'm kind of high maintenance, but uh, very adventuresome. <laughs> you put a lot of thought to that. I, I really appreciate it. That's a great way to put it for sure. Well, Daniel, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. Do you know the best way to protect your vehicle, both the exterior and the interior? is with a car cover. I've been using Covercraft car covers since 1975. That's right, 1975. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. Covercraft has been manufacturing premium quality exterior and interior covers for over 50 years with a stellar reputation for durability and design. They're the world's largest manufacturer of custom-patterned vehicle covers that are crafted to fit over 80,000 patterns and growing. They are the only cover I'll put on my vehicles. You can choose from a wide variety of fabrics, styles, colors, and more. From full cover designs for factory to custom-made vehicles, plus convertible top covers, trucks, truck cab coolers, motorcycles, scooters, ATVs, trailers, campers, personal watercraft, and a wide variety of custom features. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Mark sent you. That's Covercraft.com. If you own collector cars and still have a little bit of money left over, congratulations. You're ahead of most people, but what should you do with the money you don't spend on cars? Talk to Chris Kimball, Certified Financial Planner Practitioner. For over 20 years, he's been helping people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. And he's a car guy, too. Call 253-722-PLAN. Or you can view his website at www.chrisvkimble.com. Make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders, or 12, or 16. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member, Finra Sipic. All right, Daniel, we are back, and we're entering the last lap, and I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? 
Don't ever sell your 72 Bronco. <laughs> Would you? Oh, there's a bigger story behind that, I'm sure. Will you share one of your personal habits you believe has helped contribute to your successes over the years? Yes, uh, visualizing success. So basically, uh, you've got a task, a challenge ahead of you, visualizing the, the result and then making it happen. Perfect. Now, how about a resource? There's lots of great resources these days, but is there one or maybe two you'd like to share with our listeners? Yeah, for Vanderhall itself, Google. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Still, We still shamelessly from vehicles from the past. Uh, and so being willing to look at what has come before you and take uh, components uh, and pieces of design and being comfortable uh, with the idea that, yeah, you're, you're making a little bit your own, but you're working off of the people that came before you. Ah, great. If you could have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would that person be? You know, so I'm not really that crazy of a, of a NASCAR guy, but Dale Earnhardt was uh, one of the other uh, influences that, uh, you know, really encouraged me and just reading about him and watching the number three as a kid. That was, uh, that's somebody I'd, I'd love to just sit down with and, and just tap into you know, why he chose the path that he, he chose and, and just get to know him. Oh, that'd be fun. I'd love to have him as a guest here on Cars. Yeah. How about a book, Daniel? Is there a book you've read that you think our listeners would enjoy as well? So 1982 Lamborghini Models book. Because we come from more or less a small boutique manufacturer looking for different ways uh, and different design elements that uh, we want to go into, it's the oldie and the goodies that I think uh, really encourage you to to look through i mean porsche Ferdinand porsche said foreign follows function and uh, and the caveat that we put with the uh, vanderhall unless it's ugly <laughs> and so there's lots of ways uh, in that particular book where they designed different aspects of uh, the lamborghini countach that it was not for design it was for aesthetics mm-hmm. um and you know there, there's going to be you know there's some compromises that we make with uh, vanderhall that way as well um, one of those, you know, the narrowness of, of the Venice is to accommodate a 60-inch wide track that slides all the way back to a 14-inch uh, rear end. Yes, we're going to be kind of tight side to side, but you look like a flying carpet if you uh, get much wider than that. Well, you'll find links to all these resources, listeners, on Daniel's show notes page on the Cars yeah! website. Just type Daniel Boyer into the search bar. That page will pop up with links. We'll see if I can't find a source for you to get your hands on this book. Sounds very interesting. I'd like to have it in my library as well. All right, we're up to the checkered flag, Daniel. We're almost there, and you can get back to that new little daughter of yours. This last question, though, can be a bit of a doozy. I'm going to buy you any cool collector car in the world today. doesn't matter what it is. doesn't matter what it costs. Money is no object, so don't worry about that. I'll even pay for the insurance, given your driving record in the past. What would that vehicle be and why? So I struggled this, with this so hard. <laughs> Everybody does. Yeah, I'm, I'm torn between go fast and go slow but crawl. And so really, it'd probably be... Just it wouldn't be something that exists. I'm a dad, uh, and so I want to take the family with me, and I'm an adventurer. So, realistically speaking, it would be some sort of Baja style suburban, (laughs) 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 something that I could take the entire family with me, but that uh, has 24 inches of travel 
and, uh, you know, basically overland adventure vehicle extreme. So it doesn't truly, I, I don't know that it exists, which for me would be uh, probably 90% of the fun would be creating and, and designing and building it. Yeah, well... This is interesting. This is very interesting. But, you know, I know enough people after 825 interviews here on Cars, yeah, that I could find somebody that could build you something pretty darn cool. And the guy who comes to mind is Jonathan Ward of Icon. And Jonathan builds some amazing off-road vehicles. And I'm sure we could talk Jonathan into uh, creating something very special for you. Maybe uh, he likes to work on um, a Toyota Land Cruiser platforms. But you know what? He'll do just about anything. So uh, I'll give him a call. <laughs> yeah. We'll put him to work. Yeah, I know Jonathan. So I, uh, I would, uh, his suspension generally isn't uh, quite as uh, soft, but it'd be a good challenge for him. He's more of a, a rough and tumbling t- kind of uh, yeah. and crawler suspension. But, uh, but yeah. 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 Well, I'm sure we could work something out. I think that would be pretty darn cool. Even if we found an old Suburban, maybe an old five-door Suburban, one of those bizarre ones that had the one door on one side, not on the other, and then take that body off and put something special underneath it. Something that had a little power on the road, but could get you off-road with 24 inches plus travel. So yeah, I'll get to work on that. I think that'd be a fun project. (laughs) There you go. And since money's no object, you know, it doesn't matter because I know Jonathan, he doesn't work for pennies. So uh, Correct. but his uh, his projects, his builds are well worth the money because uh, his stuff is over the top. Very nice. Well, Daniel, you've taken me on a great ride today. I've really enjoyed your stories, and I want to thank you for sharing your automotive journey with me and the Cars Yeah listeners. Could you offer us one parting piece of guidance or wisdom before you pile the whole family into that non-existing Baja-style Suburban with 24 inches of travel or whatever it's going to be? You know, in everything that you do, make sure you do it with passion. If you don't have passion in your processes, life gets pretty boring. Absolutely. And now what's the best way for our listeners to follow along with you and what you guys are doing there in your company? So our Facebook uh, and Instagram pages at Vanderhall and, uh, and you know, Vanderhall on Facebook get you the, the social media. And then our, our website, VanderhallUSA.com is, uh, is our site. We're excited to continue to release new and exciting products, uh, truly probably on a, a year-to-year basis. And, you know, at $29,950 uh, to get a entrance into basically a vehicle for the present that keeps you in the past. I think the Vanderhall Venice has uh, kind of given people that opportunity in an amazing way. So we're excited. No doubt at all. Well, listeners, again, you can find links to all of these great resources on Daniel's show notes page. On the Cars yeah website, just go to CarsYow.com, type Daniel or Daniel Boyer, B-O-Y-E-R, into the search bar. That page will pop up. Check out the Vanderhall website. This is very cool, Vanderhall USA website. There's some really cool-looking stuff here. I can't wait to see one of these vehicles in person. What you guys are doing is so unique, so different, so much fun. I know that the Cars yeah listeners out there would love to see what you're up to. Daniel, thanks for being so generous today with your time and expertise and for sharing your experiences with me and the Car Child listeners. Congratulations on the birth of your fifth child, little Lila. What a wonderful thing for you to spend time with with us today after spending a night up with your wife having a new baby. Oh my gosh, what a wonderful experience. Congratulations to you and your family. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Now go take a nap. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. You're welcome. What's every automotive enthusiast dream? To design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage 
are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. They will create the coolest custom garage for you and your vehicles. Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial-grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. Their designs are pre-engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt-together construction. With over 25 years of experience, you'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage, and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garage is built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage, it's where your dream garage comes true. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah! Yeah!